All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are live. We are live, and I have my new good friend here, Phil Palucha, here from the UK. We just got had a nice, nice little conversation before the show, and we're energized. We're ready to go, and we are talking about today how to become an authority figure in your niche using podcasting. He's going to help us help us today with that. Is that right, Phil? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not as difficult as it sounds either. It's a fun process with a lot of wins along the way. Oh, okay. So we shall see. We shall see what he can help us with today on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back live here on the virtual stage. This is the Authority Project. You're the project, and you want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I am here, yes, again, with Phil Palucha. And I'm excited because obviously this is one of my big subjects, my, one of my big things that I love to do. And um, we, we want to talk about me. This is all about field today. So starting with that, then let's go mm -hmm. ahead and tell us, sir, who you are personally and then professionally. Sure. Um, so I'm Phil Paluccia, um, husband, father. Uh, lunatic Liverpool fan, <laughs> um, massively fanatic. We were just joking before saying that uh, most of my family are from from Ireland originally, and um, there's a there's a moment in history when you look at my genealogy where my family either moved to Liverpool or they moved to Boston. <laughs> um, maybe those were the only two options. I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, that's who I am. I am uh, professionally, I am the CEO and founder of the Billionaires in Boxers Entrepreneurial Broadcast Network. Um, we take clients from being the best kept secret in their industry to the go-to brand in their industry. Awesome. I love it. I love how that sounds. Okay. So, um, so what is your current project? Do you have a current project or is that the big thing? Is that is, is well, that you know what? It, it all kind of falls under billionaires in boxes. So, you know, we got a lot of things on and one of these people who, who's spinning a lot of plates at the same time, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that the day I stop learning is the day I stop earning. So okay. I'm always pushing myself and making sure that I'm, I'm still learning and growing too. And, and then everything I teach and everything I coach and everything we do as a business yeah. is something that I've done in my professional life. It was something that worked for me in my businesses. Like I always jokingly say I got dragged into coaching and, <laughs> and I say it jokingly, but I, I really did like, wow. you know, I'm a surveyor by trade. And when I set up my, my businesses, you know, I kind of thought the phone would just ring with clients and, uh, you know, having left the corporate world and been quite successful. And I can promise you that is not what happened. Um, <laughs> and I didn't understand social media marketing, how to become an influencer there. You know, I didn't have the budget to compete, you know, with my larger competitors for pay-per-click and AdWords and this kind of stuff. So I went back to the one thing I knew well, which is podcasting. By this point I'd grown and sold two sports podcasting networks 
And my, my question was, I wonder if I can use this for business. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I can use the global networking, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, level up and make sure you're constantly meeting those people to kind of help you reach the next level. Can I do that through podcasting? Um, and the answer is yes. And the awesome part about it was that it gave me an abundance of content as well. So I like everyone else is worried about like how they're going to create content. Yeah. You know, somebody pointed out one of my marketing managers pointed out about six to eight weeks ago that I could take 12 months off and we still wouldn't run out of content for social media because we've just got, you know, I've done right. 10,000 hours worth of podcasting now. So right. over the past 10 years, <laughs> so there's a fair amount of podcasting to go at. That's awesome. Um, so, but yeah, so we are involved in everything, live events, movies, television. We've got two, two, two radio stations, uh, yeah. sorry, two radio programs on stations. Okay. We have our own TV series. We're doing our first live professional and business development movie in Africa at the end of 2021. Nice. Um, yeah, man, we, I, I'm, I'm somebody who I, I said this to you earlier, like I get energy from my work. So I'm mm. always kind of like absorbing as much of this as possible. And then teaching it as we go awesome doing it big oh i love that i love that see you got one of my loves there tv see i got we can <laughs> yeah well, TV, you know what it's funny like everybody i think aims to be on tv like tv would be awesome like and, yeah. but i have to be honest like tv is so polished and it's so scripted and it's so edited that actually it's probably a, a, a close second but it comes second to me to podcasting because oh. podcasting is it's so authentic. It's so genuine. It's the real conversation in real time. People can listen to it when they want, where they want. It's not because it's been programmed on the TV at such and such a time. Right. Um, it's an evergreen piece of content that's always out there. I mean, I, I have things that I watch on TV and then I can't find them half an hour later. Like I'm scrolling back. <laughs> Whereas podcasting, it's evergreen. It's always out there. Like I yeah. still have clients to this day that turn up and, and business associates that turn up and say, Oh, I've only just heard this interview you did 18 months ago with right. such, a, such a person. It's like, right. I love it, man. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's a definite fact. Okay. So one last question before we really dive in, tell us right now what your daily routine is. My daily routine. So at the moment it's very different to what it was pre COVID because uh, okay. I mentioned to you in the notes earlier, I caught COVID earlier in the year um and i've been struggling with some of the lingering symptoms for about mm. four or five months now which hasn't been much fun um so as a self-confessed workaholic uh that had to stop yeah. so i'm being kind of strict with myself to only work it was two to three hours it's now more like three to four hours a day uh, monday to friday and i take every weekend off mm-hmm. um in terms of the daily stuff i will have uh, i wake up naturally i don't set an alarm refuse to um <laughs> morning time is morning time is my time i'm a night I owl it. so uh, I, I just it. yeah the thing was like when i set an alarm i always find that i don't sleep properly because i keep waking up to check how long i've got before the alarm goes off okay um so it, i don't ever get like a, a decent deep sleep and i monitor deep sleep i keep it keep an eye on it so i can monitor when i'm eating and what in my diet's affecting my sleep and all this kind of stuff so nice. um so i wake up naturally and then i do even before i get out of bed i do the tony robbins priming exercise which you can find on youtube okay awesome. um <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool uh okay. it's essentially about setting your intention and your state it's getting you into that good vibration and okay. then building from that place for the rest of the day that makes sense um 
showered, shaved, breakfast, green tea, because I can't drink caffeine at the moment. Um, again, thanks to COVID, so I'm on the green tea and honey, yeah. um, which prior to COVID, I'd never drank in my life, and now I'm having about <laughs> six cups a day. <laughs> um, it's uh, like the guy who's smoking a pen because he's because he's given up smoking, you know, anything uh, just, to, just to hit that craving. Um, I do one one-to-one session with a client every day, so that's one strategy session every day occasionally i'll do two but i don't like to do any more than that i really like to give my customers the very best of me and nice. be sharp and focused and and present in the moment and not worried about another interview yeah. uh we record one of our shows uh as in our podcast or radio show we appear on one guest performance per day and then the remaining kind of half an hour 45 minutes is for me to link up with my team answer any questions anybody's got to celebrate the successes i mean we've got 16 of us full-time that work for us now we've okay. just hired in brazil so we've got brazil okay. the us the uk ireland south africa uh india the philippines australia and new zealand wow that's amazing so we're pretty busy <laughs> right, right. now i i don't, I don't want to do dwell too much bit, uh, but i feel like i feel like there's a message uh, that you might want to talk about or, or whatever about about this covid because Mm. Um, I'm not sure if you want to say something about that or, or for, for people who are, who are, I'm, I'm not sure, maybe have not experienced it exactly what you're going through and how this has, has affected you. Maybe, maybe a little more deeper. I just feel like we need to say something since, since it's out there. Sure thing, brother. So health wise, it sucks. Like I, mm. I, I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Like the, the initial virus didn't actually affect me all that badly. I didn't, I didn't require hospitalized treatment. I was just kind of in bed for a week to 10 days feeling kind of sorry for myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was just true. Kind of like, why have you forsaken me? Right, kind of attitude. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and then I kind of started, felt like I was getting better, but there's been a few lingering symptoms. So, um, I get like a sharp stabbing pain in my chest. I've been getting a lot of migraines, uh, and I have something called chronic post viral fatigue syndrome. I have to wow. remember that, which yeah. essentially meant that I kind of had about 30% of the energy that I, than I used to have. I mean, it's getting better now cause I'm about four or five months in, but when it first happened, like the first month after having COVID, you know, walking down the stairs and making myself breakfast would use up my energy for the day. Like I was, wow. I was genuinely having to plan how many bathroom breaks I was going to take because I couldn't handle walking up the stairs that many times in a day. Um, so it wasn't nice, but you know what? I'll say this. And I, 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 I wonder whether any, you'll hear anybody else say this. <laughs> COVID was the best thing that ever happened for me wow. because it, it forced me into changing a lot of lifestyle decisions that I, that I allowed to slip that weren't good. So I was a workaholic. I wasn't spending enough time with my wife and kids. And now I do. My recovery was something that I did if I had time. Now it's the first thing that's planned into my schedule. It's like rest is here and everything else fits around the rest and recovery. Wow. Um, but more importantly than that for my customers, like I went through an exercise with my customers that I wouldn't have done if I hadn't have got sick, which is to go to them and say, look, if I now only have two to three hours a day instead of 10 to 12 hours a day to invest into what I'm doing, where would you get the most value from this? Where do you want me to invest my time with you? And what was amazing was unequivocally, they all said your coaching work, your one-on-one -on -one work, the fact that we can come to you with a problem, you see it as an opportunity and we come up with solutions and we know what we're doing by the end of that call. Yeah. And what was fascinating for me was that was probably, you know, I'm sure you've heard of the 80-20 rule. 
Yeah. That was probably about 20% of my time. So the bit that I enjoy the most and the yeah. bit that my clients get the most value from is the thing that I'm spending 20% of my time doing. Wow. And 80% of my time is fluff and stress and dealing with stuff <laughs> I didn't need to deal with. And right. when you start putting stuff down, you suddenly realize it really wasn't that important in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I appreciate you you diving into that. Uh, oh, you're most welcome. Very grateful for that. So, and I wish you better health in the future and going going forward as well. Thanks, brother. So, I appreciate that very much. Uh, do you know what? Every day I'm getting better. So, provided yeah. I continue to head, in, uh, what I say to people is, if I looked at how I felt pre-COVID compared to now, it would get me down. I'd be I'd be wow. pretty miserable at the change. Wow. But when I look at how much better I feel now than I did this time last month, you know, I just take for granted the fact that I am getting better. I'm heading in the right direction, and as long as it continues that way. I can't really ask for much more than that. That's great. That's awesome. So let's just go ahead and dive into why you feel mm. podcasting is the path to being an authority figure. Sure thing. Uh, I don't feel it. I know it. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm, I lived it. And, I, and I'm, I've, we've now done it in 50 different sectors, 50 different locations for other people. So wow. what I would say is podcasting is the start. It's the gateway. It's not everything. Like you're not going to become Joe Rogan of this thing overnight. It's, it's right. not going to happen. Right. But it's so many people kind of have it wrong in their mind in terms of how their brand is going to work. Like they think their business brand is going to grow to this, this incredible stage and then they're going to become the voice for their business because mm -hmm. their business now needs someone to speak. So they imagine Jeff and Amazon, you know, that's, oh, that's right. kind of their attitude. Right. Whereas the reality is that it's far easier to grow a personal brand than it is to grow a business brand. So, cause people by people, you know, we are, we're all human centric. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't matter what your business is. If you can be the public face of your business, it will always be far easier to grow. A great example of this would be, and anyone can check this out. You can either do it now or you know later on when you're listening. Um, if you go to social media and search for all of the Virgin pages, so Virgin Media, Virgin Money, Virgin Atlantic, right. um, all of it, right? And you and Virgin Mobile, and you see how many followers they have, see how many connections they have. I guarantee you Richard Branson has about three times as many on his social media profiles yeah. because it's easy okay. to grow a personal brand than it is to grow a business brand. Yeah. The other mistake that people make is that they wait until they've achieved something or they wait until they think the industry is going to recognize them and give them a call up and invite them onto Oprah or, <laughs> you know, come talk to me on the Ellen show or come on the business daily show or whatever it's going to be. And yeah. they think that's how it happened. I'm going to tell you categorically now, a bit of a spoiler here, and there'll be people punching the screen that me, at me telling you this because they make a lot of money from you not knowing this. Okay. Every single person on those shows pitched to be there. Every mm. single one of them. <laughs> right? they, they either pitched okay. themselves or they had a publicist that did it for them. Okay. okay. Yeah. So if you're not going to put yourself out there and shout about you and talk about how good you are, then who else is going to do it? Cause you're just waiting for somebody to ring you and say, Hey, I saw your business was doing really well. Would you like to come and do an interview for Forbes? Yeah. Good luck yeah. waiting for that call. Cause it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to come. It's not. Right. right. Um, so what you need to do is you need to start getting yourself out there. And a fantastic first step for that is relationship building. It's global networking. I use a phrase all the time, which is, global credibility global dominance for international credibility okay mm -hmm. so essentially what i'm saying there is if you okay let me word it a completely different way okay okay, okay. 
Global credibility for domestic dominance. Have it okay. that way. Okay. okay. Right. So what I'm essentially saying there is it doesn't matter if you're a Boston-based business and you only work with clients in the Boston area. Okay. You're still competing against all those other Boston businesses. You're competing against the guys from New York that also have an office down there, up yeah. there. You know, you're competing with all the people from the, the other coast who are fighting with you as well. And they got bigger budgets than you. And it's hard to stand out in the States, right? right. Anywhere in the world, but it, especially in the States, it's hard to stand out. Okay. Right. However, if you are, if you're on a podcast and you're interviewing guests who are the next level above you, you want to level up and learn from them yeah. and they are the best at what they do both domestically and internationally. So let's say you're a content marketer, okay? Interviewing the best content marketers from Australia, New Zealand, Africa, India, the Middle East, right. that's going to put you on a stage, right? That's going to show people that you are this person that should be taken seriously. Right. It's going to give you a platform to talk to your local market too, because now it's gone from you're just one of many to aren't Boston lucky to have you because look how many people overseas see you as somebody important to be on their show and for you to be on, on, on your show, uh, sorry, for them to be on your show and for you to be on their show. Right. Okay. And the spinoff of that is content. And given that everybody in the world is banging on about content, 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 content is King. You know, if you own a podcast and you guest appear on other people's podcasts, you know, you can turn that podcast into, you know, using Gary V's phrases, you can repurpose that content so many times. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's relationship building at its finest, but on top of the relationship building and the power that comes from that, you have an, a massive content that, you know, even if you don't want to do it yourself, give it to somebody in your team, hire a social media person, give right. it to them and say, repurpose that, you right. know, couple of blogs out of it you share the podcast itself you turn it into a youtube video you'll take a minimum of five different clips from the podcast to turn into sound bites you'll take five quotes from it and turn those into static image quotes with your face and your business brand on it yeah it's endless and then you can tag people in you know tag in your guests tag in your host tagging people in the industry start a conversation like uh, it's it's the best tool and right now because podcasting is still an emerging market, I mean, it's it's getting to the point where it's getting more and more costly and more and more premium, but you're still at the point now where it's kind of like the internet was in the early days. Right. You know, you know, do you want to be Netflix or do you want to be Blockbuster? Right, right, exactly. I tell people right now that they need to get in because um, I I don't want to... I just read something like, like by 2023, it's going to almost double in size, this industry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think COVID's kind of probably brought that on even faster. I mean, there's been yeah, yeah. over a quarter of a million new business podcasts created since March. Wow. Like, that's, <laughs> ph that's phenomenal. Like back when I first started, it was, you know, not that many people were podcasting. Um, yeah. When you did invite somebody onto a podcast, they weren't as, as receptive to it as they are today. Like most people today say yes. Back then, it was like, I may as well have been inviting them onto a police interrogation. They were like, <laughs> who are you? How did you find me? What do you, why do you want to know this? Are you from the IRS? It's like, no, dude, I'm just, I just want to get to know you and your business. It's like, how successful are you being? And it's like, don't ask me that. Like, yeah. I don't, don't, don't ask me. Here's a list of things you can and can't say. Whereas nowadays, like people are like, I'm up for it. Like, I'm coming. Um, and, and people enjoy the authenticity of the conversation. That's awesome.
That's awesome. So, so I think you might have already answered this question, but mm. well, maybe I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask it anyway. What are the essential elements you must do while you're poc- while you while you're podcasting to to get to that influencer, that authority figure status? What should you be doing? Is it is it just about the social stuff? Or no, not a, no, no, not at all. It's more about the quality of the conversation you have and the relationships you build. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I think of the social and the content as like the the nice byproduct that you get from it. But that's not the reason I do it. And it's not the reason my clients do it. Like the strength comes from the relationships that they build up. I mean, great example would be if I was to contact one of the world's greatest coaches and say, would you give me 60 minutes of your time just to talk to me about how I can improve my life and my business? They're going to go, yeah, sure. Pay for it. You know, <laughs> here, here's, here's my Calendly account. Go and buy it kind of thing. Whereas if I say to them, look, I have a podcast that empowers entrepreneurs. I'd love to pick your brains about where you're up to at the moment. I know you've got a book coming out. I'd love to talk to you right. about that. Would you come on and have a chat with me for an hour? The answer is unequivocally yes. Right. But the, the byproduct is the same. I still get to have the conversation. I still get to build that relationship. And actually, it's one step better than that still, because using that analogy, previously, I'd have been a customer. They'd have been a mentor or a coach, and I'd have been their customer. Now it's podcast conversation. It's peer-to-peer. Right. Um, I'm, having, you know, I'm in charge of my platform. You're in charge of your platform. Let's have a conversation and, right. and create a joint piece of content and empower people. Right. And it's it's like anything. It's like the 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 better you do, the the more you level up. So the more kind of people you interview with a certain standard, then other people will start to go, yeah, okay, I'm I'm up for that. Right. Um, and it's you you almost use the relationships to 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 grow as an individual. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my attitude is that you have to give before you can receive. And the thing with podcasting is that's a great way of giving. Not only am I giving to my audience and all the golden nuggets that they're getting, but I'm actually giving to my guests too, because they're getting a platform to come and talk about what they're doing and their work and meet exactly. new people. And yeah, this is a very powerful introduction for them too. So before I've asked them for any business before, which is not what we do, but before we talk about business or before we talk about how we can work together or if we should work together, it's a, Let's build a relationship. Let's see who we vibe with. You know, mm-hmm. your vibe attracts your tribe, uh, and, it, and it's that. So the very first thing I'd say that you need to have when you're podcasting, especially if you want to become an influencer, is you have to understand what that means, okay? So most people confuse being an influencer with being famous. There is an element of that, but actually being an influencer is the clues in the name. It's about influencing people. Mm. You know, who is it that you want to influence and what is it that you want to influence them to do or not to do? Um, if you don't know the answer to that, if you don't know who it is you're trying to help or where it is you're trying to get to, it's like I can give you the, the best car, fully loaded, you know, tank full of gas, ready to go. If you don't know what to punch, what address to punch into that sat-nav, you're never going to get there. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, so this is, this is great. I love everything with what you're saying. I, I think also with podcasting, like, like you were saying, just your, your network grows. Massively. Like, like you have, the, you had, I, I remember like, just, just not even outside of like the revenue kind of revenue, revenue thing. It's just like, you have this basic network now of you know, like your relationships are growing. And I, I can, I can, I can say right now that anybody who needs something, I know somebody who does that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know? It's so it's funny like, you should say that. I, I have a saying that I use all the time, which is, 
And, you know, even if we don't end up working together, I can guarantee that I have people in my phone book that would be perfect for you. And you have people in your phone book right. who will be perfect for me. Right. And, exactly. you know, as, as technology has got smarter and smarter and we've got all these sort of algorithms and tracking cookies and landing pages and the psychology of sales and attention and notifications and all that kind of stuff, we've, we've lost the art of relationship building. Yeah. We've lost yeah. the art of people by people and they want to have a human centric experience. And podcasting is a phenomenal way of doing that. Like the thing is podcasting for me led to podcasting, led to radio, which led to live events, which led to TV, which led to movies. we got our first yeah. movie coming out at the end of, well, we're recording our first movie at the end of 2021. Nice. Um, we, I mean, again, so take that as an example, okay? Yeah. I have coaches who are coming over to Africa and India with me to go and coach in these markets. And these are some of the most successful coaches in the world. Several of these people were in the secret movie by Rhonda Burns that reached like 500 million people. Wow. I know yeah. them through podcasting. Okay. <laughs> so it's like awesome. when people say to me, well, what's movies got to do with podcasting? It's like everything because it's how I met <laughs> these people. And now we, right. we are together. We are taking it from out of a podcast setting on stage and now we're doing it on stage we're doing it on a documentary series and now we've got the yeah. television series and the radio so it it's the people that i have met through podcasting are what and who have changed my life and and i've learned so much from them you know we have we have the name billionaires in boxes when i first came up with that name we didn't have any billionaires in the network now we do <laughs> okay. i have two billionaire mentors how incredible wow. is that awesome. now and I learned so much from them and that wisdom then gets imparted onto my customers and our clients. And many of them get to meet them because we're, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a pyramid thing here where I'm at the top <laughs> and I'm getting everything, giving stuff down. It's like, usually right. when I learn stuff, it's like, Hey, everyone come, <laughs> come, right. ch come check out this conversation. Exactly. That's so amazing. it's those relationships that, that really make it tick for sure. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like you're, you can't do it on your own. Mm -mm. So when you had, when you had these guests, when you have these guests, it kind of really, really amplifies the fact that, you know, you you are the, the person that you surround yourself with. Oh, massively. You your, know, net and, your network <laughs> is your net worth and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, I, I say the same thing. The day I stop learning is the day I stop earning. And I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you are so right. And I think a lot of leveling up is about that. And, and I think people you know, I don't want to go too personal with this, but like I, I discovered that very early on, which is why I've been successful in both the corporate world and then as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. because I was born into a very, very different setting to this. So <laughs> expelled from school three times in and out of the social care system, domestic mm -hmm. violence at home, drug abuse, you name it, crime. I've been there, done that, experienced it. Um, my childhood sucked as a result you know i had three suicide attempts before the age of 14 like this was this was not a nice setting and in my teenage years what i learned was that i could level up by learning from those who were the level above me so instead of hanging around with all the other kids who've been expelled from school, you know, I hung around the people whose parents were self-made multimillionaires and I saw how they behaved yeah. and I tried to learn lessons from them. Yeah. And, but this works in every aspect of your life. You know, I, I'm, I'm a father now. I have two beautiful little girls and, and I didn't know how to be a dad. Like I hadn't had a good example of that growing up. So mm. I surrounded myself with three men who I considered to be you know, three of the best fathers in my life that I know that are incredible for their kids. And I learned from them. Wow. Yeah. I, I, and, but you can do that in every line of work. Like it's, 
in life. You can be a better husband. You can be a better father. You can be a better man, a better friend. You know, you can surround yourself with the people who are that level that you're trying to aspire to be. Don't get stuck there either. Like you can yeah. continue <laughs> to progress. They're supposed right. to be progressing too. Um, right. Like that's something that a lot of people find difficult is when they outgrow a mentor that mentor should be proud for you that that's happened, yeah. not disappointed. Like right. when I, I, I coach, I don't really mentor. I mean, it's kind of the same, yeah. similar, but the reason I say I'm a coach, not a mentor is I am here to coach you on one particular aspect. Like I'm giving you one small cog in the big machine, the, the big machine that is your business. Right. It's an important cog, but it's just one cog. Okay. I'm not going to try and mentor you on every aspect of your life because I'm still figuring that stuff out for myself. I'm just <laughs> right. going to teach you the stuff right. that I'm good at. Exactly. exactly. Uh, but but that's how you level up. And I, and I did that since I was a kid. You know, I, I, it was always about, I don't want to be the guy who works at the supermarket with no money and has no prospects. So how am I going to make something of myself? And it was hanging around with people who have made something of themselves mm -hmm. and, and showing them what we're all about, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I I think what we're both saying is that it's just priceless. That's like the best thing about podcasting that mm -hmm. the relationships that you built, like right, right now I can say that I have enough people right now in my network that if I want to start a summit tomorrow, I can have about 20, 30 people who, yeah, who jump sure. on, you know, <laughs> without question. Easily. How powerful is that? Right. It's, 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 it's so amazing. It's, it's the so ability amazing. to, you know, you, you see it when on, on a lot of these, um, shows that have celebrities and charity and stuff and they call up their celebrity friend and they're like right. sure i'll give you 10 million dollars no problem <laughs> it's like when you have that in your network right. i mean like let's take let's take the example of money right if i was to say to somebody who's earning let's say fifty thousand dollars a year yeah. and i was to say to you you have to earn a million dollars this year yeah they're gonna panic they're gonna go how on earth am right. i gonna go from 50 to a million like fifty thousand to a million dollars right right and what are they going to do? They're going to ask six people around them. So they're going to ask six of their colleagues who also earn about 50,000 a year. Yeah. Hey, listen, can I earn a million dollars this year? And they're going to go, no, jackass, there's no yeah, way. Right. Like, the, the, How are you going to earn a million dollars? But if I take you out of that setting entirely and yeah. I surround you with five or six self-made multimillionaires and billionaires and you ask them the same question, hey, can yeah. I make a million dollars this year? The answer is, well, yeah, you could do that in the next few months if you really wanted to. Like, of course you can make a million dollars. I made like 500 million this year. Of course you can make a million dollars. That's so right. That is so right. It's a great point. <laughs> That's an awesome point. So th I, I, I think people don't need, they need to really dive in. If anything, with the podcasting, that's, that's the priceless thing about it. Just the relationships that you built, Cues how it up. can grow. My habits have changed since for the people that I've talked, <laughs> just been talking to. It's like, Oh, okay. I, I never heard about that before. Now I'm changing this and that. And it's just like, you know, you're growing. It, it, yeah, you grow, you grow. Yeah, absolutely. of course you do. Yeah. I'm so with you. I'm absolutely. With, and it's, it's such a powerful thing that people like, I don't really mind why you get into this. If you were looking for an incredible content machine, great. It does it. You want to build relationships. Great. Yeah. It does it. Right. You know, take the example of you want to be a keynote speaker. Like, listen, if I was a keynote speaker, uh, more of my industry's top events, I'd make loads more money and people would know who I was. Well, right. let me tell you the easiest way of doing that interview all the current existing keynote speakers at the major <laughs> events and the yeah. event organizers six months before an event because they're busy trying to sell tickets and book right, speakers. Right. The chances of you getting booked have just at least gone up 10%, at mm -hmm. least. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. That's awesome. You know, they're not just going to, it's like, it's like the dating thing, isn't it? Like if you're single, like if you're, if you're out there trying to actively meet people, you're far more likely to meet the right person. If you're sat at home eating Ben and Jerry's on the sofa going, why does nobody love me? Like, 
what do you think is going to happen? Like the spouse <laughs> is going to knock on your door and say, Hey, I was wondering if there was a single man in here. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so let me, let me actually like this, the, the, the questions that will probably pop up for people is like, what if you, what if I'm afraid to get on the camera or just do audio yep. to, to just talk, <laughs> you know, how, how do you yeah. deal with that? So it's an interesting one. I get asked that a lot, actually thing and things like that sort of, uh, what if I run out of things to say? What if, you know, what if the conversation isn't good or all, all this kind of stuff. So there's two bits of advice that I give to people about that. The first thing is you got to make sure you're talking about something that you're passionate about. Cause yeah. if you're talking about something you're passionate about, you're never going to run out of things to say because you, you actively yeah. enjoy what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's a big one. So, so make sure that, you know, you're not just talking about accounting software because you work for an accounting software company, you know, ha- have a passion for helping people with what <laughs> you do right. and have those conversations. That's right. That's right. Um, so that's, that's definitely a big one. Okay. Uh, the other thing I would say is, you know, if I was to put you face to face with somebody in exhibition, like somebody who you've really just enjoyed their talk, for example, they've come off stage and said, Hey, do you want to grab a coffee? Would you say no because you were worried about running out of things to say when you go for a coffee with them? Because mm. that's the same kind of formula you need to be thinking of when it comes to comes to a podcast. Mm. The second thing that I would say about people who are scared to do it is if you don't want to do video, don't do video. You know, you you can grow into it. Just do audio, but do something. Take the action to go and do something uh, and get yourself out there. There's also a website that I'll give you, which is called alsoasked.com, which is A-S-K-E-D, because I appreciate you can't understand my accent. (laughs) So alsoasked.com. It's a reverse search engineering tool that allows you to search for keywords on this software. And what it will do is it will tell you the most commonly Googled questions to do with those keywords. Okay. That's a godsend because if you're ever interviewing a guest and you think I'm really interested in their profession, but I don't actually know enough about what they do, Google what they do or search on also ask what they do and look at the most commonly asked questions. And there's a whole heap of reasons why you should do that. Number one, it'll keep the conversation going. Number two, it's an insightful question because other people have asked it and it's not just you. And number three, it's incredibly good for SEO and backlinks because that's searched for on a regular basis. (laughs) Otherwise it wouldn't be there. So you having those questions in your podcast is a genius idea. That's great stuff. I love it. I love that. So what about the work involved in the process? Mm. What do you say about the work involved? This is why I say you have to love it yeah, because yeah. there is a lot of work that gets involved. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate now that I have a design team around me and an editing team around me that, you know, we've got more producers in our business than anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and there's a reason for that. Right. Um, now you can do it yourself. Yeah. It's not difficult. I mean, you can do it yourself. It, it's timely. It is. It really is, <laughs> but you can do it yourself. But the reality is like, there's so many more people now that can do this stuff for you on Fiverr and, yeah. you know, you can get a VA to do it for you for next to no money. It's like, the, it's such a low cost barrier to entry that it's, it can't be the reason that you don't do it. Like yeah. th- there is no excuse anymore. Like there are websites out there where you can meet people and there are guests looking for shows and shows looking for guests and, yeah. you know, they got a wider podcast community that, I mean, I'm sure you found the same. The podcast yeah. community is awesome. Like they all want to help each other. It's far more about <laughs> partnerships and collaborations. And I'll give you a great example for that, right? In business, most people are, are competitive. It's like, oh, I can't let them know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you something. As somebody that's worked with a lot of execs at a lot of different businesses, yeah. you're all keeping the same secrets. Like right. nobody <laughs> knows anything different. So 
this whole let's not let them know what we're doing, they're having the exact same conversation. Right. So, but when it comes to podcasting, people aren't loyal to podcasts like they would be to a brand. So if they're interested in, let's say, marketing, they're not just going to listen to one marketing podcast. They're going to listen to several marketing podcasts. Yeah. So actually, you doing a, you know, we do a lot of uh, podcast exchanges. Though. You come on my show, I'll come on your show. We'll bring our audience together twice. Those who resonate with each other will stick around and enjoy each other's content. Um, but at the same time that there will be people in your network that will never buy from you because they need your service, but they don't gel with you. Mm. Okay. They mm. may gel with your competitor who you're about yeah. to do a podcast interview with. But the yeah. great thing about that is they'll have people in their network who need that service, but will never buy from them because they yeah. don't gel with them. They yeah. might just gel with you. So you're doing this yeah. whole we're growing together where we're, it's a customer centric thing. It's like, listen, let's help more people. Let's empower more people. And if we both create some great content out of that, learn from each other, have a great conversation, give back to our audience and indeed win some clients out of that. Like where's, where's the negative part of this? I love that. I love that's great stuff. That's great stuff, man. I have really like just one last question. Shoot. Um, and I give this to all of my guests and it goes something like this. They love what you're talking about now. They love your content. They they hear you now. They say, you know, "This guy, is, this guy's awesome. This guy feel, you know, mm-hmm. he's the real deal." That's that's that's, that's, that's a nice little rhyme. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they're going to run, maybe they're going going along the same paths, or or they're thinking about podcasting, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they they they, they want to do it right. They want to do it. You know, they want to be big time or whatever. Yeah, but. Can you show them like just one, like a few tips or whatever, um, to help them along the way of being an authority mm-hmm. in this space? Yes, I can. So, first thing is have a strategy. Okay. The amount of people that start a podcast without a strategy, like it, it, it there's a reason I'm going gray. Um, like, and it's also the reason that only 10% of podcasters actually make any money from it. And most podcasters stop around episode 10. And the reason for that is because they haven't achieved this vanity metrics that they put in their mind of, I have to have X amount of listeners for this thing to be successful. Mm. But if the, if the, the benefit of your podcast and the strategy behind your benefit is not to grow to X amount of listeners, it's to grow your network, meet new people, learn things and and build those partnerships and collaborations shouldn't really matter to you whether there's a thousand people listening or a hundred thousand people listening. Um, you know, the strategy is so important because you wouldn't design a website or start an advert paid advertising campaign without a strategy. So why would you do that without a podcast? You know, it's reverse engineering it. Where is it you're trying to get to and how is it you're going to do that? So the strategy should include things like I would have three tiers of guests, tier one, tier two, and tier three. You have to have done a certain amount of tier three guests to enable you to move up to tier two. Once you got to tier two, you have to have double the amount of tier two guests before tier one will start looking at you. And then you climb the ladder that way. So I would focus on looking at which shows, uh, which guests are in those tiers that you're working in right now and which ones are the tier above that you need to start softly, softly facilitating those relationships with digitally. Look at where they're interviewing. Look at which shows they're on. Look at who they're interviewing and start to replicate, start to do those things for you. Start to mix in the similar circles to the people that you want to be seen alongside. Learn from them, grow from them. You know, choose the example of Tony Robbins. If I message Tony Robbins and say, hey, Tony, you want to come on my show? Like, I'm not getting a response, am I? 
let's be honest. <laughs> um, whereas if I interview Dean and I interview five or six other people that Tony know, likes, and trusts, and he's worked with them before, and they're on my show and I'm on their show, the likelihood of me being able to interview Tony now has just gone sky high because he can see that I'm mixing in similar circles. I can get an introduction from somebody who he already knows and trusts to say, I like this guy. He's a good guy. Like he's, he's trying to help people go talk to him. And that, you know, it's like customer testimonials are always more powerful than your marketing. And that's what I love about podcasting is that, you know, somebody else can say how good you are. You don't have to. (laughs) And it's, and it's so much more powerful doing it that way. And the final tip that I would say is, Start guest appearing before you start your own podcast. Go and look at different people's formats of hosting. You know, who did you like? Who didn't you like? Whose style did you like? Which one did you agree with? What time felt most comfortable for you? What kind of questions? What kind of format? You know, how edited do you want it to be? Do you want jingles? Do you want adverts? Do you want a sponsor? Plan all of this before you start. Okay, so go out there, do those guest interviews in your industry, start to get a name for yourself. And then start your podcast when you know what you want it to look like, who it's going to help, and how. I love it. That's great stuff, guys. That's great stuff. <laughs> Hope you guys got a lot out of that. Um, that's a. Hey, I have nothing else. This is great. Um, please tell people where they can see you or, or, or look you up um, after the show. Sure thing. So you can head over to our website, which is on screen now, billionairesinboxes.com. For those of you listening on podcast, um, you can also come and check me out on any of my social media platforms. I have a very unusual surname. So if you just go to Google and you type in Phil Palucha, which is P-E-L-U-C-H-A, you will find all of my social platforms on there. Come say, hey, whether you think this guy's the real deal, he knows what he's talking about, or whether you think this guy's a lunatic, I'm going to go tell him. (laughs) I like, I welcome all the feedback. Come tell me. I love it. I love it. And I want just before you guys get out of here, make sure you guys go to authorityletter.com while we have the, the video series up now. So join the list, get the video series about how to build your authority platform. There's three in all. Very funny. I think they're funny anyway. I don't know. You, 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 you decide. Uh, well, you're laughing. So it's right, funny. right, right. Very short, succinct, but simplified <laughs> way of building your authority platform. This, I totally agree about podcasting. Um, if that's if that's what you do, it's not the only only way. But no, I think not it's, at all. it's yeah. But it's uh, I love it. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. You know, I, I say the same thing, which is there are lots of ways of getting there. I just teach the one that worked for me and that I know yeah. best. But yeah. you know, it's I also don't treat it in isolation. I, I show people exactly how I did it in terms of a this is what led to the industry events and this is what led to radio and this is what led to TV okay. and this is what led to movies because. Yeah. The reason I keep podcasting is it's been the thing that's been most fruitful in my life and the big, and it's been the driving force behind the TV series. And like mm-hmm. most people who've been on our TV series were on our podcast first. Wow. There's a little trick for most people that you don't that's know. We get stuff. pitched all the time. Can we get come on the show? Most people have been on the podcast first, if not all. And it's awesome. because I'll build a relationship with you. I know I like, can trust you. And it's like, yeah, of course I want to introduce you to more people. Come on the show. Awesome. That's great stuff. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. There you have it. Uh, this is a great, great way to end the week. Um, I know you might not be, it might, be, it might not be the end of the week when you listen to this later. But anyway, um, it's been it's been awesome to have you on here, Phil. Um, do podcasting. I love it. Um, he loves it. A lot of people, it's, it's a great community. It's a great way to build your, your, your authority. Really, it's a great way to build yourself up. Mm-hmm. And, 
in, in your relationships and your networking, uh, your, your network. So highly recommend it. I'm glad, hope you guys got a lot out of it. I know I did. I'm going to take some notes after this and get this replay because there's some things that he's doing that I haven't done. See, and you learn, I'm learning every day. That's how you do it. So that's what it's all about. So there it is. I appreciate you guys. Remember, build it, share it, and they will come. And that's business simplified in all its wonderful glory. Take care. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.